Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Vampire Diaries Diaries, your somewhat weekly podcast for the blood bags of Mystic Falls, and yes, that is a pun. My name is Beth, and I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, Claire, and we're excited to share episode 19 with you, um, Miss Mystic Falls. And there's no pun for the title this time. It's just exactly what it says. Yes. There's a pageant. Miss Mystic is kind of alliterative yeah. and annoying. Indeed. So speaking of being semi-weekly, Beth, explain yourself. Ah, uh, well, I can't help that I'm a very, very important business lady and I have to take many trips to the <laughs> business factory for work. So... You gotta make those business units. <laughs> I do. They're not gonna make themselves. I know. I have to make all of these widgets at the business factory. And it's very important work. Um, but in all seriousness, this past week was good because although I had to go on a work trip, I got to see many of my esteemed co workers, which was nice. And I also got to see my sister Sue. Um, and we went on a hike in South Carolina, and we didn't come across any vampires in the woods, so I felt like that was pretty lucky. Did she fangirl over you since she's such a big fan of the podcast? Well, that happens now everywhere that I go, so I'm kind of used to it at this point. It's just kind of like, guys, please, no photos, no photos. (laughs) (laughs) So in the time since we last recorded, uh, I actually had my very first dream about the podcast. Wow. Oh my gosh, that hasn't happened for me yet. Tell us the details. Well, it was a small cog in a very long, convoluted stress stream. Oh no, I hate those. But the gist of the VD Diaries portion was that we were watching the next episode to talk about, and it was called Arachnophobia, and during the episode I looked down and there were 12 spiders on my foot. Oh gosh! They were like those daddy long legs, so they have like the little bulb of a head with a giant like skinny legs and they were just like planted on there they weren't like crawling around they were just like barnacles on my oh my god no don't say barnacles (laughs) but it was somehow also part of the show it was weird it was a dream yeah i know exactly that dream feeling where you're kind of like what like this doesn't make any sense but this is how it is it's fine so unfortunately this episode was not about spiders or i should say fortunately uh it was all about one of the events running up to Founders Day. Uh, what did they exactly call it that had to do with the Founders? Um, so the pageant is called Miss Mystic Falls, and the, I guess, group of them is called the Founders Court. Oh, right. Um, yes. Aside from that, I'm not sure if they named it anything else to do with the Founders. It was probably like the Founders Annual Rating of Women's Hotness. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> womp womp. But we we don't go there right away because uh, the kids are at school first. Yes. And Mr. Stephen Salvatore, a.k.a. Edward Cullen in this scene, (laughs) rolls up in his vintage car that Matt Donovan fixed for him in that awkward double date episode. He's wearing sunglasses and, like, making cool guy faces and all the kids are checking out the car and somebody does finger guns at him. Yeah, and he has his hair, like, done in, like, a 50s Grease-style way. I'm just kind of like, who are you, Stefan? Yeah, this is not the vampire we've come to know and hate. So true. 
Elena's just excited to see him back at school. She doesn't find it suspicious. And I'm like, clearly he's not okay. He's smiling and acting like a cheerful teen. Yeah, you know, it was so weird to me because I never realized kind of how different Stefan was in these scenes until he actually did it. Like, Mm -hmm. he felt, like, so out of character when he was, like, being jolly and, like, joking around and being gleeful and just kind of being a little bit wacky because the man that Elena fell in love with was a boring stick in the mud. (laughs) Sorry, it's true. It is. And a liar. But she seems down with Stefan 2.0, who is a lot more like Damon, so we'll we'll sit on that for a minute. Oh, yeah. See, it's so weird because I feel like if um, someone that I was in a serious relationship with had, like, a complete personality change, I would just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who Did you are get you? struck by lightning? Yeah, why are you asking, like, or acting like this? Is this a Freaky Friday scenario, or are you cheating <laughs> on me? Like, what? Like, what is going on here? Then Elena's just happy to see him. Yeah. Good for her. And obviously we figured out that something's not right. Uh, He tells her that he's like over the bloodlust, like everything's fine, but she leaves and immediately he just pops up in his trunk and there's like 30 empty blood juice boxes. Like, totally spent Capri Suns about type. What are blood types? (laughs) A negative. B O. Neo positive. Um, yeah. Please excuse the car alarm that is probably going to go off a thousand times during this recording. Oh, that's right. But sometimes the police sirens come like at a really good moment when we're yeah. talking about somebody bad. Which is I mean, we were talking about a car just now. Maybe it just wanted to be involved. It's our special guest this week. It's me, Claire, and the car alarm. I swiped right on that car on Tinder. <laughs> Yeah, Shout so out to Stephen's, Rose. Rose, we love and Christian. you. Come back soon. Christian, we love you too. Christian the Mormon. Christian the Mormon. <laughs> Uncle's John. Shout out to Lassie. Oh my god. Speaking of Uncle's John, I ran a Twitter poll uh, asking people how many uncles named John they have. And the results uh, of the like four votes that we got were inconclusive. Oh no. Is that a large enough sample size? No, so people need to start following us on Twitter. We'll get there in like an hour. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so Stefan's got his blood bags in the trunk like a fool. He's not trying to be discreet at all, and I feel like this reckless abandon kind of goes along with the fact that he's drinking blood again and he doesn't give a shit about anyone or anything. He's just like, Carpe Yolo, I got a hot girlfriend, a hot car, I'm hot, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the opening credits moment after the shocking reveal that Stefan is still on the good stuff. Yes. So then him and Elena, I think, make their way into school, and they're in history class, and Alara comes in, and he's like, you know, I was going to teach you kids about World War II, but it turns out that Founders Day is coming up soon, so I'm going to teach you about the Founders. Back in the day in Mystic Falls, and he just kind of keeps talking, and um, we see our friend Bonnie come into the classroom. You're back, girl. We missed you. There's something up with her hair, though. Yeah, it is really weird. Looks like a wig to me. It looked. I feel like Cat Graham got a cute haircut, but for continuity, they slapped this wig on her. 
Yeah, she looked different. I wonder if... At first, I wondered if because she went through a traumatic event, she was making a big change to her style or something. <laughs> but I mean, she didn't Felicity herself. No, she didn't. And anyway, we're just really happy to see her. It's been a while. It has. At least three episodes? Yeah, at least. Yeah. It feels like more. It does. So we're so happy that she's back. So she walks in, and I was expecting kind of a more joyous reunion between her and Elena. Mm -hmm. But Bonnie walks in, and she just kind of gives Elena a half smile, and then she gives Stefan a death glare. (laughs) It was like the first time when she touched him and she's like, something's not right. Yes. She reflected that right back in his fucking face. Mm-hmm. So there's some trouble a brewing there. And uh, also there's some trouble a brewing in Damon's life right now. He's over at, what was it called? Like the Founders Hall. Yes. Was that sign in front of the building photoshopped? It must have been. Or they just, like, size 12. like printed it out on computer paper and, like, taped it on whatever the sign was before. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. But he's with Sheriff Forbes, and uh, Uncle John Gilbert is there, and the sheriff is telling Damon that another blood bank got robbed, and the guard was compelled, and something's up, and she's really busy, so... Uncle John is just like, oh, well, Damon and I are such a great team. We'll investigate this together. Take it off your plate. Yeah, and Sheriff Forbes is like, well, I am very busy. Um, Excuse me, you don't just give crimes away to civilians. (laughs) Why don't you have, like, deputies or something? (laughs) I know, just like Mr. Tanner, Sheriff Forbes is the only law enforcement in Mystic Falls. Yes, that explains a lot. It's her in animal control. <laughs> it is. Oh but my goodness. Damon says like some quip about how he would do anything for the town, even subject himself to Uncle John Gilbert's company. Yeah, you burnt Uncle John. And that probably gets him more points with Sheriff Forbes because she also thinks he's a douchebag. Yeah. Why does she think she's a, he's a douchebag again? I don't know. You probably did something douchey last time he was in town. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously a douchebag, but I couldn't remember if there was something. He probably like, hit, hit on Caroline when she was 13 or something. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. Just like Logan fell. Uh, oh my God. I forgot about that. I forgot about that too until right now. It's terrible. Very terrible. So we kind of leave Damon and Uncle John to figure out their next steps and then we jump over to see Caroline and Bonnie reunite outside of the front of the school and Elena's with them too. And Bonnie's being like real cold to Elena Mm -hmm. but then Caroline shows up and she's like Caroline my bestie which is a total reverse of like the last time we checked in on this trio. Yeah and she's like I know we talked every day but I just couldn't wait to see you and Elena's like what? Every day. I know because Elena and Bonnie haven't really talked in at least two episodes when she was sitting on the porch and she's like, okay, you know, we'll see you soon. Remember that? But that was even a voicemail she was leaving for Bonnie. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So things are not great in the Bonnie-Elena friendship. And, you know, it's pretty understandable considering why Bonnie's been gone for all these weeks. Very, very true. So 
Aside from just catching up with Bonnie, Caroline mentions that Miss Mystic Falls is coming up and that her and Elena have both been elected to the Founders Court. And Elena's like, what's a Miss Mystic Falls? I don't know. Oh, right. That thing that my mom really wanted me to do before she tragically died. Fuck. Yeah, it was pretty intense there for a second. She's like, yeah, my mom really wanted me to do it, but it was so long ago I forgot that I signed up. And at first Caroline's like, sweet, Elena's going to drop out. But Elena has to stay true to the ghost of her mother or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So her mother who just been... conveniently thought pageants were super cool. I know. I kind of felt bad for Elena here, but then I kind of didn't. I don't know. Is that a weird reaction to have? No. Because Elena's been kind of a dick in general. Yeah, exactly. So I think another thing that happens in this sort of section of the episode is that Damon is at his house and Anna comes and knocks on the door. She doesn't ring the tinkly little doorbell. (laughs) She just uh, knocks and comes and says, oh, my mom sent me here to like talk to you about whatever. Yes, and Damon <laughs> I, Damon is just kind of like, why didn't your mom come here yourself? Why'd she send you? And I forget what like what Anna really says. Basically that her mom... Her mom's not big on apologies. Yeah, okay, that's what makes later so important. I got you. Yeah. And Damon says, and I'm not big on forgiveness. Oh! oh! So many burns in just the first few minutes of the episode. The roof is on fire, man. Yes. So there's like an info dump here that after the big like massacre of the tomb vampires who kidnapped kidnapped Stefan, uh, like all the rest of them just left. (laughs) The ones that survived, except for Pearl, Anna, and Harper. So they're like a happy little family staying in Mystic Falls. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So Damon starts to like ask Anna about the blood bank, um, situation yeah the situation where there's like a bunch of blood missing and somebody was compelled and Anna was like hey dude all of the other vampires left it's just me my mom and Harper we wouldn't do that I haven't been to the blood bank in like a week which was kind of funny I was like you're not really protecting your case that much there Anna but there you go Damon is kind of like Nancy Drew right now like if it wasn't me and it wasn't team Anna who is left in this equation? Could it be my suspiciously cheerful little brother? Oh, that's right. He knows. But the weird thing is, like, Anna admits that she's been at the blood bank in, like, a week ago. Damon gets blood bags from the hospital. But somehow it's only a problem that Stefan did it. I felt that way throughout this whole episode. I even have it written in my notes. It's like, why is it okay when Damon does it? And, like, how does Damon not get caught? I guess Damon's more practiced at it, but it just didn't really make sense. Yeah, I feel like based on the volume of blood bags in Stefan's trunk and in a scene that's coming right up in that cooler in the basement, mm-hmm. I think it was maybe a really like large-scale heist versus <laughs> you know popping in for a snack or two. Blood heist. That would be a good movie. It would. Or a good Summer 2019. <laughs> blood, blood heist. heist. Starring Ryan Gosling, probably. <laughs> So anyway, Anna and Damon are on shaky terms ever since, like, the kidnap, but 
there's sort of a truce like vibe happening yeah i think that damon was at least a little grateful that she stopped by even though pearl wasn't there but they seem to be coming to a mutual understanding since um the other tomb vampires have left and so Damon kind of acts on his hunch about Stefan's nefarious schemes and approaches him when he comes home from school and is like, hey, Stefan, why the fuck are you happy? That's weird. And Stefan's like, I'm just, you know, listening to self-help podcasts. It's fine. I'm clean. He's saying he's clean. In case we didn't get that his blood thing is an addiction metaphor. Mm-hmm. But then Damon kind of camps out by the secret refrigerator in the basement and catches Stefan going in there. And he's like, J'accuse, mon frère. <laughs> yeah, so Stefan is just like looking guilty AF. He's like, oh, you know, you drink blood all the time. I can do it. It's not a big deal. And then Damon asks him, what about Elena? And then Stefan kind of whips around and he's like, Elena doesn't need to know anything. So he's really not changed completely. No, he's back to his old ways where he's not sharing anything with Elena, even though the bullshit that he keeps pulling is, it it affects her very, very much. Yeah, he does not make great decisions while sober. And while blood drunk, he is even worse. He's losing control. Bad job, Stefan. So I think we kind of cut away from that and go to the like preliminary rounds of the Miss Mystic Balls pageant. Oh, yeah. I can speak the English. <laughs> you can. Uh, you're very good at it. They're doing interviews with all the contestants. So in addition to Elena and Caroline, there are two fell girls, one of whom won the pageant last year, apparently, the other of whom recently had a DUI, and then there's a random girl named Amber who is not from a founding family, and her interview is basically like, I can't believe you guys let me in since I'm not in a founding family. Yes, I know. I love the one one of the fell cousins or whatever the fuck when she's like i do a lot of community service and it's not just because it was mandated because of my dui i really am rooting for her i think her name is tina fell tina yes girl team tina team tina hashtag so amber is actually played by an actress who was on Cougar Town, which I'm sure I've talked about on this podcast before. Oh, okay. She plays Travis's high school girlfriend, whose name I don't recall. But I just think of her as being too good for Travis and want her to run away. And I have similar feelings about her in this episode. Yes, I do too, and I haven't even seen Cougar Town. <laughs> so yeah, they're like going around and asking the girls questions, like why they think they would be a good founders miss mystic falls um so queen of the, the founders, founders court <laughs> there we go queen of the founders court so uh, caroline is just very much listing off like all of her volunteer activities like i organized this for the police force and i organized this dance and i did this made our and so school on. green yes she made the school green 
thank you for protecting our environment, Caroline. Mm -hmm. And Elena is just pretty much like, well, I haven't been that involved this year and I definitely know and understand, but this would have been really important to my mom. And she was on the Founders Miss Mystic Falls or whatever. So, and uh, Carol Lockwood is kind of like the head honcho of the pageant. She just like, smiles beatifically at Elena while she's like, yeah, I've been distracted and haven't done shit this year, but my dead mom really wanted me to be Miss Mystic <laughs> How do you fight with that? Yeah. So, again, Team Tina Fell, the drunk driver. <laughs> yes. Secondarily, Team Caroline, but mostly Tina. I just really wish that Tina would win. We'll find out who wins later in the episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But I feel first, like if we had sponsors, this is where we could cut away to a sponsored break. Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. I don't think that the swallowing came through as much as I expected. That's now, what she said. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to burp now. I just, like, guzzled. Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Hashtag SpawnCon. <laughs> like, we have so many great pitches for so many products. Somebody throw some money at us. That's all I'm saying. We're out looking for sponsors as we speak. And we're not expensive. No, not at all. All you would have to do is cover our Grubhub. <laughs> Speaking of Grubhub, what a great food delivery service, am I right? Yeah, we love you, Grubhub. Come on the show. <laughs> So anyway, returning from this commercial, uh, we check in with Damon again, who is just like hanging out at home and people keep on coming over to bother him. So yeah, this time, Damon gets some peace and quiet in Mystic Falls. He just wants to sit by the fire drinking some blood and like thinking about Catherine in 1864 and jerking off. Oh, probably. But the man can't get a moment of peace because who comes knocking except for Uncle John? Uncle John Gilbert. Damn you. So he comes rolling up to the boarding house and he's got some plans to share. And I don't remember what they were, so I'm going to loop you in here, Claire. Well, what I wrote in my notes was another fucking Gilbert doodad. That seems about right. So Uncle John says that there was like a Gilbert invention other than the vampire detecting pocket watch. That was stolen by one of the tomb vampires who was thought to have been burned to death. And uh, he suspects that it's a vampire that original Jonathan Gilbert. I lost track of the sentence. I was thinking about Miller High Life. Anyway, he suspects it was Pearl because he knows from the Gilbert Journal that uh, his great 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 grandfather wanted to get on that. And Damon's like, you don't know shit. You don't even know that Pearl and Catherine were BFFs. You can't help me find Catherine. I'm not going to entertain your foolishness anymore. You try to tell the Founders Council I'm a vampire, I will eat all of them, rip your ring off, and eat you, bitch. I, okay, yeah, that's exactly what happened, and now I remember. Great <laughs> job, great job. Yeah, he, like, fucking told Uncle John right there. Yeah. And Uncle John came into the town being all like, I'm about to blackmail y'all. I know all of the secrets. I know all of the history, presumably from reading Jonathan Gilbert's crazy-ass drunken journals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Stefan just shut him down right here, which was Damon. awesome. Damon, <laughs> when will I stop doing this? I am so ashamed. You should be. Many of our listeners have brought this up to me, and I think that they're trying to give me constructive criticism. Are you referring to your sisters? I'm referring to my sisters and also Lindsay. Oh, man. I know. And, and she's, she's like, like a newbie like you, right? Well, she read the books. Oh. Yes. Even I have not read the books. Yeah, so she read the books, but then she started watching it alongside listening to our podcast, like Mm -hmm. a very dear friend. Apparently the books are very different from the show. I think in the books, Elena basically looks like Caroline. Yeah, that's what Lindsay was saying, was that they kind of reversed them, but then by the time the show was ready to get made, it was kind of like the outcasts were cool, like people with brown hair versus like really popular girls like Caroline with blonde hair i don't know <laughs> oh goodness yeah i've i've read a little bit about like some of the differences in the books i've been kind of frequenting the subreddit for the vampire diaries oh. chiming in here and there shout out to you guys hope you're listening but yeah people talk about the books on there a bit and they seem bananas i see but very different from the show like and there's like a hundred of them. Oh, really? Well, not a hundred, but, but a bunch. bunch. Like how many episodes there are? Apparently at some point, Elena becomes an angel. I don't know. Whoa. That, spoiler alert, that does not happen on the show. <laughs> okay. We can do spoilers as long as they're like things that don't happen. Spoiler alert, the lizard people do not emerge. Damn it, Claire, you don't know. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe on, on the, the originals. originals. That's, That's still going. Oh, yeah. I'll learn about that someday. <laughs> so, anyway, Funkel John Gilbert just got told. Uh, Damon doesn't give a fuck anymore. He tells John to get the fuck out of his house. He's, like, standing a couple of steps above Uncle John, and he's also just taller than him. Although Ian Somerhalder is kind of short, so but there's, like, a staggering height difference between them in this scene. Yeah. He's, like, towering over Uncle John, like, I smite thee, and I assume that Uncle John peed his pants a little. Yeah, probably. And then he was embarrassed, so he just scooted right on out of there. Yeah. Tail between his damn legs. Bye, Uncle John. We won't miss ya. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs> so while Uncle John is walking away, we hop over to more preparation for Miss Mystic Falls, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the Founder's Court. So we see um, Caroline and Elena at dance practice with the other people. And they're doing this fancy dance, which maybe I'll do at my wedding in one month. I really hope that you do, and I hope that you use the orchestral, like, string quartet version of whatever Coldplay song that was. I I feel like it was The Scientist or whatever. It's whichever one goes, like, (laughs) Yeah, that seems like The Scientist, right? Is that even what it's called? No, is it? I don't don't fucking know. It's Coldplay. They, I, I have no feelings about Coldplay. I feel like which I, I feel really like is the like sickest burn that I could lay on them. That is, I liked Coldplay. Why did I say Coldplay instead Coldplay. of Coldplay? That was really weird. It's not I a liked hot that play. Like, when I was in like high school or something, 
I liked when it was all yellow and how the stars shone. But oh, are you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those, those were the good days. I remember actually senior year of high school, there was a kid in my class, and he was accusing me of being like, hipster wasn't like a term back then, but he was basically calling me a hipster, like I was too cool for like popular things. So I was like, well, I like Coldplay, and they're popular. It was like, because I liked the song Yellow, I hadn't heard anything else. But that was how I proved I wasn't a hipster. That's how you know that you were the original hipster, is that you had to ident- uh, like defend yourself by saying that you liked Coldplay. I love this. I love this story. <laughs> I wish I could remember who that was. It was, was it in, the kid that was like, hey, Claire, fuck? It was not him. No. I remember it was in Mr. Aquino's class. Anyway, I digress. Yes, I wrote down creepy dance class here because the dance is a little bit creepy, especially when Stefan is doing it because he's, like, drunk on blood. So it's all about, like, they hold their hands inches apart and, like, rotate around each other. Yeah, it's like alamanning in square dancing except slow. Yeah. And Carol Lockwood chastises Stefan for, like, them just grabbing Elena and, like, dipping her. She's like, no, we don't touch yet. This dance is about, quote, the simple intimacy, <laughs> the simple intimacy of the near touch, which I remember word for word because that's the name of one of the episodes in the last season. Oh, wow. last season, all the episodes basically are named after quotes from season one. I can't, I'm not prepared for that. That's making me emotional. There was another one this episode, uh, Damon at one point says to Anna, nostalgia's a bitch. That's another episode in the last season. Wow. That's how you know things are getting real in this episode, that they're, they're the title names. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they're dancing, not really touching, except for the illicit stuff and Elena touches. Um, Bonnie shows up and she's apparently filling in for Matt who is just not in this episode according to the show every time he's supposed to be there this episode he's at work at the grill and somebody else has to fill in as Caroline's escort yeah that was really weird I feel like every time something bad happens to a character they just hide them for a few episodes like when Grams died, Bonnie wasn't in it. Yeah. When Matt kicked out Julie Cooper, oh, I totally forgot. Out. Like I was, I was like, like, "What bad thing happened to Matt?" Yeah, oh right. <laughs> Everything last out of his home. <laughs> so, so I guess he, he does, does really need the extra shifts. Although Julie Cooper was not working at all when she was in town. <laughs> she was working on getting some and failing. Yeah, miserably. Ah, uh, that was sad. So. Uh, Amber's there. She's still really excited just to be there. Uh, Bonnie is once again kind of ignoring Elena and Stefan and being really pally with Caroline. Mm-hmm. And she and Caroline have like a little conversation somewhere around here where Caroline's basically like, I really want to win, but there's no way they're not going to give it to Elena because her parents died. Yeah, and bon- at least Bonnie was like, way to be sensitive, and Caroline was like, this is really important to me. Well, in Caroline's defense, she's like, well, yeah, I know how that sounds, but I just really feel like I deserve this. 
And based on the interview segment, I agree. She totally does based on the interview, but then she says something really funny about how her grandmother was Miss Mystic Falls and two of her aunts were Miss Mystic Falls, but not her mom because she didn't get that gene. Sorry, Sheriff Forbes. I just imagine that in high school, Sheriff Forbes had the same haircut and she was always wearing a cop costume. Yes, I think that she was like... You know the how like they have a junior orders. fire department? I feel like they had a junior police department, and that yes. was Sheriff Forbes. Mm-hmm. And everyone started calling her Sheriff Forbes just as a nickname, and then yeah. she had no choice but to go into the profession. Well, it's better than Leslie Forbes. <laughs> oh my god, it is better than Leslie Forbes. Danny <laughs> Julie Cooper. Gone but never forgotten. So, <laughs> what I wrote next in here was Stefan smells the fart of Bonnie's cold shoulder. Wow, I don't have that. It's so poetic. I just wanted to share it with you all. Because Stefan gets this look on his face like he's smelling a fart. Shout out to Joey Tribbiani. uh, Because Bonnie is pointedly ignoring him. And Elena's like, Bonnie, can we talk? Oh, that's right. Actually, is that later? No. Oh, no, it's not. Elena calls Bonnie to the side. (laughs) She's like, sidebar. Yeah. Why are you mad? Pretty much. And Bonnie is just ready to tell Elena, like, how it is. So she's pretty much saying that, I don't know, she says something about the tomb that I didn't understand that results in saying that Graham's died for nothing and that Bonnie blames Stefan and Damon. Well, what she mentioned was that um, Elena had called her to let her know that the tomb's spell didn't hold and that all the tomb vampires escaped and she was mad she's like i didn't need to know that because that means that grams died for nothing okay yeah so all the vampires got out yeah and she's like girl really couldn't you just let me like mourn without worrying about that but yeah she's mad and she says that she doesn't want to put elena in the position of having to choose between her boyfriend and her friend so she's just kind of excusing herself in the situation for a while which is very understandable. i i feel like i would be like dump that loser yeah especially since he's a blood addict i know and he's he's acting a fool indeed so speaking of acting acting the fool (laughs) yes what what happens next with stefan um i don't know what happens (laughs) with stefan i might have skipped a scene in my notes what I have now is that everybody's getting ready for Miss Mystic Falls and Alaric goes over to Elena's house to pick up Jenna and Elena and Uncle John is there and Jeremy has to ride with him because they both suck. Well, before that happens, uh-huh. Stefan's at the school, I guess, like, leaving from dance practice. Oh, yeah. And there are these kids, like, playing basketball and one of them skins his knee and Stefan smells the blood and starts, like, dry heaving. <laughs> And then, oh my gosh, how did I forget about this? It was the best part. Alaric walks up, and Seven just turns around and starts choking him. Just out of nowhere. And Alaric's yeah. like, uh, hey, buddy, what's what's going on? And Seven's like, I'm not feeling well, and leaves. Yeah, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot about that. It was so weird. You were saying, like, oh yeah, every time I'm not feeling well, I just start choking people in my immediate vicinity. Yeah, it's, it's, type that into WebMD. 
It's one of the top symptoms of not feeling well. <laughs> Randomly choking bystanders. It could also mean cancer. Yes. Just like everything on WebMD. I've been there. WebMD once told me that my symptoms most closely aligned with death. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Oh my god. It told me I was already dead. It was like my skin was clammy. It was one of my symptoms. That, I'm clammy right now. That's not, That doesn't mean we dead. Maybe we're vampires. Oh, maybe. One time WebMD had me freaking out because I had like a lump on my armpit and I was mm. like convinced it was breast cancer at like nine like, years old. Weird. Yeah, so I like called the 24-hour school nurse hotline and told Aww. them and she was like, put a hot washcloth on your armpit and it will go away. And then it did. And I was <laughs> like, I am blessed. You, you cured cancer. cancer. Yes. Way to go, dial nurse. You my hero. That's the reason why I'm with us today. <laughs> I'm, I'm praising you from afar. <laughs> so yeah, there's like kind of a pissing contest going on between Alaric and Uncle John at this point. Yes. I'm assuming Alaric knows about how Uncle John and Aunt Jenna were sleeping together and it wasn't incest. It was not incest because we understand how families work, (laughs) but we definitely know that Uncle John must have said something to Alaric at some point because he's just super gross like that. Yeah, so Alaric rolls up and Uncle John's like, I thought I was driving us to the pageant. And Aunt Jenna's like, no girl, I'm going with my new piece. And you can ride with fucking Jeremy because nobody else wants him in our car. Yes, it's so true. Uh, Jeremy is something special this episode. Oh, God. Yeah, so they all get to whatever house the pageant or building the pageant's taking place in. Yes, and we get to a scene where Damon is walking out on the back porch and Anna's walking out on the back porch. And by back porch, it's way fancier than that. It's like, it's it's like, like a, a veranda. veranda yeah. It's like the party from bridesmaids like the bridal shower exactly but i noticed that the lighting is like super bright Mm -hmm. in this in these scenes it looks like everyone has like the snapchat pretty filter (laughs) on their face like everybody looks good as hell except Except for for jeremy Jeremy gilbert Gilbert, who in the harsh sunlight it becomes (laughs) obvious that he's been using like just for men hair dye yes oh my god i have in my notes dyed his hair in capital letters and it's like black like blacker than black but like cheap black yeah oh my god it looks so bad he clearly did it to fit like a creepy teenage vampire stereotype right (laughs) he probably like went to the lair and was like which brand will give me the most authentically vampiric hair color yes and they're like hey vamp jer get this dark as midnight Thanks, Thanks, Bloody Bucky. Bucky. (laughs) Thank you for remembering one of the games I was blanking out. Yeah, and he's also wearing, like, some sort of big jacket that is vampire-esque. And it's so fucking annoying. Whereas Anna looks really cute. She's wearing a little black dress and, like, a weird lace black necklace or something. And butterfly And butterfly earrings. (laughs) Like, really dangly butterfly charm earrings. They were weird and seemed out of character. They seemed out of character, and butterfly clips were super 90s, and this was at least, like, in the 2000s. I don't this guess. This is, like, 20 years after the 90s. Yeah, so what's with the butterfly earrings, Anna? I guess we can't expect people who have been alive for that long to keep up with all of the trends. Yeah. But... 
But she, she looked, looked cute. cute. She, she had, had like, like an updo. It was fine. Yeah, she looked super cute. And, and she, she was, was not happy to see Jeremy. Jeremy. She, she was like, like what, what the fuck do you want, you douchebag who wanted me to turn you so you could be with someone else? Yeah, that was that was the truth bomb for sure. And Jeremy was just kind of like, well, I didn't want to be with somebody else, but... At least it's not as bad as you becoming my friend so you could feed my blood to your mummy mom. Did you say that? Well, not the mummy mom part, but I don't remember that part. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, how did you know that? Because he just learned that from Elena's diary. So he tells her he knows everything. Yeah. And we kind of cut away then to like the upstairs where the girls are getting ready and our friend Ammer who Caroline earlier mentioned to Bonnie like oh yeah she's only here so that it looks like this isn't a founding families only event which it is <laughs> yeah it's true you can't get far in Mystic Falls unless you're a founder founding family yeah but Amber's tweaking she's like I get panic attacks when I'm nervous and she just kind of scurries away, and Elena's like, okay, work. Yeah, so Elena is like, are you sure you don't need some privacy to get changed? And then she decides that she's going to get changed in that room because Amber has ran away all freaked out. So Damon just zooms up behind her when she turns around, and she gets a little scared for a second. And Damon is here to share some news, to say the least. So he's just kind Start of like... Start spreading the news. <laughs> She's just... Your boyfriend's a lush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he tattles on his brother. Yeah, he says that Stefan is on human blood. He stole a bunch of blood from the blood bank and is keeping it in the fridge in their basement. And Elena's first response here is like, oh my god... Are you serious? This is definitely my fault because I fed him the blood in the first place. If you remember back to the vampire battle when he was fighting whatever that guy's name was. Frederick. Frederick, yeah. R.I.P. So this is kind of big news for Elena because she's getting this huge piece of information dropped on her. And once again, Stefan has not been forthright with her about what was going on with him. And he kind of pops and is like, did somebody say my name? And I noted that he's wearing a black shirt with a black suit because of fucking course he is. He's Stefan. Yeah. But upon further inspection, the shirt might have been like a deep eggplant. That's worse. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to figure out what was going on with Stefan's look for a long time, and then I just gave up. I feel like Stefan's look is what Jeremy was trying to look like. (laughs) Ouch. Yupper, Jeremy. So when Stefan comes in, Damon starts to be like, uh, I'm going to be downstairs drinking, which was my favorite line of the episode, and I want it written on my tombstone. And maybe I'll work it into my wedding fest. I like that because it insinuates you're in hell. Oh, yeah, I like that. Okay, I'm definitely putting it on my tombstone. Deal. And then Elena's like, what the fuck, Stefan? And he says, I was going to tell you. Which is, I guess, the new, I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah, but now he's being more aggressive about it, and he just starts fucking gaslighting her. It's horrible. He's like, oh, you wanted to know why I didn't tell you? Maybe it's because I knew that you were going to act like this. And you would he does be that, cool. Yeah, he does that fucking guy thing where he just turns <laughs> it back on her. 
like it's her fault that he started drinking blood and it's her fault that he couldn't tell her because she was going to overreact fuck you nag. oh my god that pissed me off so much and she's just and like, it keeps getting worse yeah so she's just like fuck this like get out of here uh, <laughs> Carol Lapwood comes up and is like, we're about to start. You're not dressed. Where's Amber? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but remember that she kind of... Was this a... Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I think it happens twice. That he, like, zooms up and, like, pins her against the wall. Yeah. So he, like, got physically aggressive with her a little bit here. Yeah. It sucked. But she pieces out and he, like, excuses himself to the bathroom and starts, like hyperventilating and he's looking rough he's yeah. not in good shape no his face is getting all like dark and gray and he looks at himself and then he just hauls out and punches the mirror mm-hmm. really hard and his hand gets bloody it's gross and then the door opens and it's amber and she's like whoa sorry are you okay and he just drags her out of the building oh my gosh i know it's getting Poor severe amber. up in here it is and it's even though Stefan sucks, this is still very out of character for him, and it's stressful to watch him kind of like unravel like this and take somebody innocent like Amber down with him. Mm-hmm. But there's still a pageant that has to happen, and Caroline kind of checks in with Elena, and Elena's freaking out because she doesn't know where Stefan's gone. Car alarm again because Stefan's missing. <laughs> Stefan is broken into this car. Please, please. Um, and Elena's like, I don't know where Stefan is. I shouldn't have done this. I'm going to go. I'm dropping out. And Caroline's like, hold up. No, you are fucking not. I don't want you in this pageant because there's no way I'm going to win against you. But it's too late. And your mom wanted you to do this. So you're going to do this. And I'm like, yeah, Caroline. I know. That was so, so sweet. I feel really bad that I was, like, bad-mouthing Caroline <laughs> at the beginning of the season because she's quickly rising in the ranks to be one of my favorites. Yeah. And this kind of cemented it. She's just looking out for her friend. And sometimes you need somebody like that when you're in a situation where you want to run away, but you know that the best thing is to, like, stick it out. Yeah. Unfortunately, Caroline's dress has <laughs> these weird little, like, it, it's, it's like, like a green satin strapless gown like a prom dress but it has these two little like condom pockets like right where her ovaries would be located on the front of the dress i know it's really weird elena's wearing this like very beautiful blue gown she looks really nice her hair is aunt jenna helped her curl her hair and they had a touching moment about how elena would be having more fun if her mom was here yeah but she looks real nice. And Caroline would look real nice, too, if it weren't for those fallopian pockets. I know. Those pockets were very unfortunate. I loved when we were watching the episode and you were just like, what the fuck is going on with Caroline's pockets? Because I didn't even see it at first. Like, was she keeping quarters in there? I know. It was so weird. And or like an Altoid? Yeah, like one Altoid is what could fit in that pocket. Anyway, um... We then check in, I think, with Jeremy and Anna, who are still talking, and she's like, wow, so you just learned all this shit from Elena's diary. Does she know you read it? And he's like, no, she kept secrets from me, and now I'm going to keep secrets from her. So they kind of decide to call it even because they've both been huge douchebags. Jeremy more so than Anna, but 
you yeah, know, she's, she's obviously got some kind of, like, hereditary Gilbert boner. Ew, that's so gross. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Isn't it gross? I, I mean, mean, it's more sad. Yeah. Because Pollyanna could do so much better. She could. Oh, my God. How any adult woman could want to be with Jeremy is still God. besides me. But she gets all mushy on him, and she's pretty much, like... Listen, I know that you went through this shit with Vicky and you wanted to be with her and you've been betrayed by your sister and lied to you, but I would never hurt you. Yeah. And he, like, has this moment where he says he was really mad at first that Elena covered up the Vicky stuff and had his memories erased. <laughs> yeah. He says so exactly. Yep. Yeah. She took my memories. But then he also says he's happy because he doesn't want to remember Vicky like that. And it's like, oh, like a murderous vampire monster. Yeah. He says, no, as someone who wanted to hurt me. Blah, blah. Once again, proving that he's okay with the vampire thing and that Anna can trust him, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. They're back on good terms with each other now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Anna could do better. Totally. Just leave town, Anna. You can meet up with your mom in, like, 20 years. I know. Let her like, get her jollies. Like sick of each other because... They were apart for like 200 years and now they're spending all this time together. Maybe Anna should just go on a little vacation or something. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, out in the woods, <laughs> Seven has dragged Amber away and she's like, I have to go to the pageant. He's like, No, you don't. I compel you to not care about any of this shit. And they have this, like, weird conversation in the woods where she's compelled not to be scared, but she's, like, psychoanalyzing him. She's like, you seem sad. And he says, I'm not sad. I'm freaking hungry. I've been there sad, to be honest. <laughs> he is hungry. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was, like, so bummed when he was compelling her because he was, he's been so against that. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Ugh, it was such a bummer. And it's, like, to, to see, see him take somebody, somebody out to the woods, obviously, to, like, drink their blood. That's extreme. It is. And it's something that I didn't expect from him. He's falling very fast. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of go away from that for a minute and go back to the pageant and it's time for Elena to descend the staircase but Stefan isn't there to escort her so who swoops in at the very last second oh my god it's Damon and he's looking so cute like so the way that the camera is it's kind of like following Elena down the stairs and she looks like really nervous for a second because she sees that Stefan isn't in the escort area And Damon just kind of like swoops over and he smiles up at her. And again, I don't understand my feelings, but I was like so happy. He's so handsome and good looking. It was very sweet. I just spilled beer all over myself. (laughs) What? Because you were mad that I said Damon was good looking? or did I I was caught up in the romance of the moment. It was. It was so romantic. Sorry, I'm about to towel myself off with an Avengers napkin. Is that our other sponsor this week? The Avengers? <laughs> yes. Marvels, sponsor us. Send all your actors to our show. Yes, please. That Especially the hot ones. They're all hot. They are. But not as hot as Damon in this scene. Like, Whoa! He was! You don't think? Not hotter than, like, Sebastian Stan. I don't know who that is. The Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. But he was looking good in this, and it was very sweet. And even though Damon is murderous, <laughs> he seemed better than Stefan in this moment. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so they now have to do the fancy near touch dance together, and there is some tension happening in yes, the scene. They're like gazing into each other's eyes. Yeah, and there's this horrible song playing in the background, which sounds like it's like an Evanescence ripoff. Oh my gosh. Maybe it is Evanescence. I don't know. The girl's voice sounded too high pitched. Yeah, it definitely sounded like an Evanescence ripoff, but the lyrics were, make my heart a better place. <laughs> oh my god. And of course, Damon remembers all the steps of the dance, because he was there like when it was invented in 1864. Yeah. And out of all the like 150 years of experiences, that is burned into his brain. I was thinking in this episode, because... They, they kind of had a lot of recalls back to 1864. I was like, mm-hmm. how much could one person remember? Like, I understand that you're a vampire, but is your brain extra huge so you are able to store all of these memories? Yeah, like, like I, I never, never thought, thought about, about that, that before, before, but there, there was, was actually an episode of Doctor Who, like, a season or two ago, uh-huh. where they accidentally make... It guest stars Arya Stark, and they accidentally make her immortal, but then they check back with, with her, like... A thousand years later and she's like I can only remember like a normal human amount of stuff so I've forgotten most of my life oh she has like all these diaries that she reads about like all of her experiences that's really sad I was like, that's very interesting yeah it's deep it's very deep also sad but it makes sense and since we're on the topic of Doctor Who hell yeah there's a lady doctor in the house I learned that on the internet I cried when I read oh, it oh that's so sweet yay so, so fuck you, bros out there who are mad. Of course, is there male outrage? Yeah. The uh, some like trashy UK papers like published nude pictures of her. Are you fucking like, serious? It was like stills from like nude scenes she did in movies, and it was like, oh look at the new doctor, and I was like, fuck you. I hope she kicks you all in the nuts. What a bummer. Although I don't want her to have to be near your nuts. I hope somebody kicks you in the nuts on her behalf. And that they're really strong. Yeah. Steel toed <laughs> boots. Yes. Anyway. How did we get on this subject? The fake Evanescence song was playing and all was lost. Yeah. So now that Stefan... Oh my god. Now that Damon and Elena are doing their sexy, almost touching dance, we kind of cut away from there after the horrible song finishes playing. And we see Stefan over in the wood slash parking lot uh, with Amber. And shit is getting dire. It sure is. Uh, And Stefan's like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't want to do this. I'm the good brother. Yeah, there was like a lot of talking to himself and it just made him feel very unhinged. Fuck you, Stefan. And you're not that good because you've just kidnapped a woman (laughs) and held her against her will and brainwashed her into thinking that it's something that she wanted to do. So he's pretty much like, oh, I want to, I want to drain you of blood. If I just bite right here, it's your whatever artery and it won't even be that messy. I just need one taste. And she's compelled. So she's like, yeah, like, why don't you? And she's just all one taste. It. It's fine. Uh, and it's so gross. Like, I honestly like got a stomachache while you're we watching this. I was yeah. just so grossed out because it was such a bummer. And he dives in to our surprise. He's just like, yeah. And he starts drinking. Yeah. I totally thought that he wouldn't. I thought that he would, like, get a hold of himself. So that was a big surprise to me. Yeah. And we kind of leave a cliffhanger there. 
and go back to the pageant where Sheriff Forbes <laughs> comes across the bathroom with a broken mirror. She's like, there's blood and Amber's missing. And so they were basically like, Amber alert. Oh, I've been waiting to say that. I was going to ask like you were ready for it. I love it. So they know that something's up. Sheriff Forbes is like, get me Damon Salvatore. <laughs> No, I was like, what? He's the vampire expert here. I wonder why. And so they're going to, you know, try to figure out what the fuck's happening there. But meanwhile, Mayor Lockwood is about to announce the winner of Miss Mystic Falls. Terminal, please. It's Caroline! Our girl won. We were so happy. We were so happy. And I mean, she justice for so Tina. She, proud. she was proud. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Tina. <laughs> but Caroline's like, holy fuck, I can't believe it. And Elena's really legitimately happy for her and, like, hugs her and congratulates her. And it's a really nice moment. And I teared up because I was so happy for Caroline. I know. Especially, like, the year that she's had, like, dating Matt, being treated like garbage by Julie Cooper. And she just has this complex about people choosing Elena over her, so finally she gets to be chosen. Yes. And she deserved it. She did. Especially when she was listing out all of her, like, volunteer opportunities. Yeah. intense. Get it, Caroline. We were rooting for you. Second only to Tina. <laughs> yes, Tina is my fave. Driving drunk. Taking names. <laughs> So, so I think now then we go back to the woods. Yeah, so now that Caroline has won Miss Mystic Falls, um, Damon has been dispatched to the woods. and Oh, and there's this moment where Damon goes up to Elena and they're like talking about where Stefan is and like they're very close and like conferring and they leave together and it shows Bonnie watching them from afar and she's like, what? the fuck yeah because she hates Damon at this point yeah like, she does not get it session. and she's like this is bullshit and so she kind of follows them out to the woods yeah so we've got Sheriff Forbes or no Sheriff Forbes isn't there quite yet but no. we've got Damon Elena and Bonnie going over to the woods yeah where Stefan has just been drinking uh from Amber and he's taking a break because he he wants to stop at just one taste, but then she's still compelled, so she's, like, bleeding from the neck and, like, it's fine. Like, you didn't hurt me that much. Just, like, do it. don't do it so hard next time. Yeah. Like, it's cool. And he's, like, Rah! and he starts to drink her again. And then he sees, like, Elena and Damon coming, and he kind of releases Amber, and she falls to the ground. And Stefan looks just, like, lost, hungry, like he's covered in blood. He looks he's literally caught red-handed. Yeah, oh my gosh, he's caught red-handed and he just looks like like so lost and like scared. And crazy. Like, yeah, like just like yeah. blood all over his mouth. Ugh. Bug-eyed, boner face. Yeah, it was not a good look for him, it's to say the least. And Elena's just like she's even more freaked out than when he killed Frederick. <laughs> yeah, she is. I I was honestly freaked out in this scene because yeah. we haven't seen Stefan like this. Like we, I feel like Frederick was like an eighth of what we saw yeah. here. And even seeing Elena doesn't stop him. Like because Damon pulls him off, and Stefan just throws Damon like oh, it, across right. the forest. Yeah. And Elena's like, no, don't do it. Stop. And like finally he chills for a second. Except he doesn't. I almost forgot the best part of the episode. What happens now? 
When he just runs away? No. Bonnie does a grand spell. Oh my god, yes. Brain aneurysm, like, spell on Stefan to get him to, to chill the fuck out. And he's, like, writhing in pain, and Bonnie's like, ah. Oh, that's right. It was, like, this horrible high-pitched sound that she, like, sent out that Damon... No, that Stefan just couldn't handle. Yeah. How did I not... I didn't write it down <laughs> because I was, like, so enthralled by it. Yeah, it was awesome. So she's... Apparently learned some things while she's been away, even though Gramps has not been there to teach her. Yes, she absolutely had. That was really powerful, and she was protecting her friend and Amber. And also taking out some feelings, I think. Yes, that too. So Elena's like, Bonnie, Bonnie, like, can we talk about this? And Bonnie's like, no, I cannot be around them. You need to let me choose my own adventure. Like, I'm not going to be involved in this shit. And it's fine if you want to stay with them, but I'm going to be over here not fucking with vampires. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's that seems like a good like, choice. I know. I felt like Bonnie definitely deserved to say that, especially after she had to protect Elena, more or less, from Stefan. And Damon also pulled all that shit on Caroline, lest yeah. we forget. Very true. And he, like, harassed Bonnie about the very important crystal and shit. Oh, Yeah. So she has her reasons, and we can't blame her. So back at the pageant, like, things are wrapping up, and uh, Uncle John Gilbert, like, sees Jeremy with Anna and goes to Aunt Jenna and is like, so who's that girl that Jeremy seems to be lusting after? And Aunt Jenna's just like, oh, that's Anna. Did her mom, Pearl, wants to buy the apothecary or the doctor's office? Uh-huh. He's like... Pearl? I know all about her. I'm like, thanks, Aunt Jenna. Yeah. We're barely in this episode, but you fucked up. I know. You done made a mistake, Aunt Jenna. <laughs> so, yeah, Uncle John feels like he's got a good nugget of information because, as we know, he was trying to figure out who Pearl was. He didn't know. He was trying to bluff earlier when he was talking with Damon. Um, but now he has a path to Anna and Pearl. And earlier, before the pageant started, Damon had talked to Anna a little bit about John's quest for the Gilbert fucking doodad. And she's like, why should I give it to you? I don't want your Aaron, your all, whatever. But when Damon goes home from the pageant, he finds that Pearl and Anna are both at the house. And he's like, shit, like, I've already had a fucked up day. I can't deal with this right now. Yeah, he's like, not today. Uh, he says something like, today has been a gosh darn no good day. <laughs> it's been a gosh darn no good day. <laughs> but Pearl has come to give him the fucking Gilbert doodad. Yeah, and he was like... And it looks exactly like the pocket watch. It does. This was so weird because David was like, so what is it? And Pearl's like, sorry, I don't know. I know that Jonathan Gilbert had the pocket watch which pointed to me. Or no, the compass, which pointed to me, and that's how they knew that I was a vampire, and that's how I got taken. But he also had this, and I don't know what it does, but here you go. And she stole it because she thought it was the pocket watch, because it looks exactly like the pocket watch. Oh, okay. It was the pocket watch. So she doesn't know what it is or what it does. Yeah. But apparently Uncle John wants it, so it can't be good. That's right. And so she tells him that she's giving it to him as an apology. All she wants is to stay in town. Anna wants to stay in town. 
they don't want to fuck anything up for Damon, and now they're all on the same page. Yeah, that was a nice moment. Yeah. I love Pearl. She's my favorite character. (laughs) And she was in it for like two seconds tonight, but it was good. It was. Every time she's on screen, it brings a great presence. Yeah. So upstairs, uh, Stefan's kind of bouncing off the walls, and of course, Elena strolls in. Uh, he's like, why are you here? I'm a dangerous monster. Don't you get it? Yeah, he's like, I wanted to drain that girl's body of every drop of blood. I'm a monster. This is who I am. And then Elena comes with her bullshit again about how it was all of her fault because she made him drink her blood when he was fighting with Frederick. And he was like, no, this is just who I am. You just surfaced who I am. The other person isn't like who I was. And Elena, we should call her Sky Ferreira because she blame, blame, blames herself. Uh, and at first I'm like, fucking Elena, like, get your shit together. But, like, he's freaking out. He, again, pins her against the wall all freaky. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he, again, starts to cry on her shoulder just like last week. Yeah. But instead of saying, I know you won't hurt me, I love you, I love you this time, Elena straight up stabs him with a surprise vervain needle. I know, I was like, holy shit, because at first when I saw it in her hand, I thought she was just doing it as a precautionary measure, mm-hmm. but no, once he let his guard down, she just stabbed that fucker in the leg. And he just like, falls over, yeah. and Damon comes out and is like, alright, you sure about this special plan, Elena? And she's like, you know it. And they throw him in the dungeon. Yes. Right near the old Vervain factory down there. Yeah. And Elena decides to sit down there outside his cell for the night. And Damon sits down with her to keep her company. Because they're vibing hard this episode. They are. The thirst is there. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't even mean that to be a pun, but it was. And that's the end of the episode. This one is crazy. This was the best one. This This is a really good one. Yeah, I like it. I, like, couldn't keep up. I, I, like, I feel like I know Damon really well even after, or no, I feel like I know Stefan really well even after only the beginning of this first season, so to see him do such a drastic change is really intense Mm -hmm. for me. So now I guess their plan is to dry him out and get him back to his broody self. I think so. I wonder how that's going to go. I feel like it's not going to go well. I feel like Stefan might accidentally die of weakness. (laughs) Hey, those vampires were in that tomb for 150 years, and they just needed some blood, and they were fine. But they had top hats. That's true. (laughs) No, you're right. I think that it's going to be a struggle, though, to get um, Stefan back on the right course. All right. So who do you want to punch? Oh, my goodness. I wanted to punch Stefan. Yeah, I definitely wanted to punch Stefan, but I feel like there might have been somebody that I wanted to punch more, but why do you want to punch him? Because he was back on his bullshit about keeping stuff from Elena. He was, like, trying to be all macho and cool. Like, I can live this addict life. I'm a functioning bloodholic. Ha, 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 ha. That's right. And then he was, like, straight up trying to murder ladies in the woods. Yeah, that's definitely the top number one choice. He's the one that I would want to punch as well. Um, especially, I mean, I guess this is almost segue- segueing into why are men, but mm-hmm. how pretty much 
abusive he was with Elena um, at the end of the episode, like, was really intense to see when he kind of pinned her up against the wall and, like, punched yeah. the wall next to her. That is a really hard situation for anybody to be in. I felt good that Elena had kind of empowered herself with a vervain dart to protect herself because yeah. she, I feel like she knew that Stefan kind of turned a corner and that it wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. But going back to who you want to punch, I wanted to punch Jeremy because he dyed his hair and was wearing this <laughs> fake vampire outfit. What a dick! Oh, oh my god. god. He's... Uh, even in an episode where people are, like, abducting and trying to murder women, Jeremy is somehow almost worse just for dying his hair. <laughs> it's so true. Do you think he actually dyed his hair? It was just the really bright lighting. It did not look like a real human hair color. No, it didn't. I just wonder if like, like, the costume. No white male has hair that black. Yeah. Uh, and it's all, like, shaggy in his face. I'm going to put a picture of it on our Instagram. Yes, please do. Uh... So, I had something for wire men specifically related to Stefan and Amber. So, the part where, like, he's already drank her blood and she's, like, not so hard next time, but it's fine. Yeah. I was like, that is really, like, obviously taken to the extreme example of, like, women being trained to be accommodating to men. Yeah. Like, to be polite about, like, telling them their needs. Like, she's saying, making the compromise of, like, oh, you can, can keep drinking my blood. Just, like, be a little gentler next time, maybe. I don't know. I, I just had this crazy idea. Maybe you could not drink my blood so hard next time. I don't know. Just spitballing here. And obviously she was compelled, and it's, like, not literal, but it made me think of, like, all these stories about women being trained to be nice and then end up getting kidnapped like Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, it was, that whole scene was really disturbing to see. And we think as much as Stefan sucks, we almost think of him as the good guy. So I think mm -hmm. that there's something to be said in terms of like the fact that Stefan could turn and like perform these actions. Yeah. Yeah, that was really disturbing. I did not like it one bit. No, me neither. I know that I just talked about it, but I was really hung up when Stefan, like, punched the wall next to Elena. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's an action that we see, like, pretty often in, like, pop culture and, like, movies and TV and that kind of thing. Where it's, it's like, like, he didn't hit her. Yeah. He, <laughs> he just, just, like, was violent to something right next to her face. Exactly. Like, oh, but that's okay, like, to show on TV, movies... And Elena was, like, fine with it. I mean, she did stab yeah. him with a vervain dart, but... The second time it yeah, happened. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was just really hard to see. Yeah, it's, it's like, like intimidation. intimidation. Like, like I, that, that could be your face yeah. next time. Exactly. It's like, if I'm going to do this, like, twice... At least Elena, again, empowered herself to be able to yeah. fight back. Yeah, because it was so frustrating last time when she was just hugging him and telling him he was good. yeah. Does that ring? Oh, it just started pouring, and you might be able to hear it. Oh, wow, yes. <laughs> it's like, did I turn the AC back on? Anyway. Yeah, men were fucked up in this episode, and somehow Damon was, like, actually fine. I know, and I still have qualms about feeling the way that I am about him. And this is where it gets weird for me, because... Damon has compelled women to do things against their will. Like, remember when he had all the sorority girls around? Yeah. Like, remember when he turned Vicky out of boredom? Yeah. Um, 
But he hasn't done that in a while. Yeah, but it's just so hard. I don't know why I feel so much more disdain for Stefan right now than I do for Damon. Stefan does not own his own villainy. Yeah. Damon does a lot of fucked up shit, but he, you know, is honest about it. And he is getting less horrible over time. It's like in any kind of real world, like weighing of his soul, like he is going straight to hell and is horrible and should be in jail. Mm-hmm. But in the world of the Vampire Diaries and like fiction in general, the arc of his character so far, he's been on an upward trajectory. He still mm-hmm. has his issues, but he seems like a more self aware dude. I don't know. Yeah. You're and right. He's not sanctimonious like because- Stefan. Yeah, because while we see Stefan kind of descending into chaos, we see Damon kind of stepping up to fill, you know, the kind of role that he previously did for Elena. Yeah. But he's still a man, so we don't trust him. Yeah, I don't trust any of these people farther than I can throw them. <laughs> but anyway, who should have done that? Oh, boy. I picked Drunk Tina and Uncle John. Ah! <laughs> That's called statutory rape. Oh, no. Oh, I guess it is, kind of. Okay. I don't know. I didn't want any of the main characters to do it, because once again, I was very disturbed. Yeah. And I'm not there with um, Damon and Elena yet. I feel like out of anybody, I would have to choose them, just because yeah. they like, had sexual tension in this episode, and it didn't make me want to hurl. The tension was there, but I'm not ready to give up on her and Stefan. Yeah. And I feel like once she does that, it's over. <laughs> Although, they did share Catherine 1864 and their relationships, so who knows? True. You never know. It could be history repeating. That was the name of an episode. One that we already did? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't super want them to do it right now, but I could root for them more in this episode than I could for... Stefan and Elena. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Uh, yeah, there wasn't really much fucking potential. I guess maybe like Aunt Jenna and Alaric. Yeah, Alaric. They barely interacted, but they both seemed down to clown. Yeah, and they were both looking really good in this episode, all mm-hmm. fancied up for whatever this event was, Miss Mystic Falls. Yeah. Who I least wanted to do it is uh, Jeremy and Anna. Ugh, even though they seem well on their way. Yeah, Jeremy should never do it with anyone, especially with his new haircut. And I, yeah, I just don't get Anna. Like, why, how could you be attracted to Jeremy? It's the curse of whatever their family's last name is, family. (laughs) Yeah, what is their last name? But she's, her name is Anna Pearlson. (laughs) Pearl Pearlson. Pearl daughter. Uh, yes, that family is cursed to fall for Gilbert men. I'm surprised neither of them has tried to fuck Uncle John yet. Oh no, that would be horrible. Maybe that's where Pearl is headed. No, Pearl, don't do it. You're my hero. (laughs) So, yeah, quite an episode. It was. I'm interested to see how Stefan deals with being locked in the basement and how... Elena can get overseeing him in such a capacity. Yeah. But she could deal with it for Damon, and she seems fine, so I don't know. But she's, she's not, not fucking Damon. Yet. 
Whoa. Oh. Yeah. We're, I think we have four episodes left, maybe. Time has flown by so quickly. I know. We're almost at the end of our very first season. It's very exciting. And I kind of remember what happens at the end of the season, and I'm excited. There's going to be a lot. Yeah. And then we get to go to season two, which is the best season. Oh, how could it be better than this? Oh, just wait. (laughs) But yeah, uh, we enjoyed this episode a lot. Looking forward to see what's next. If you have thoughts on this episode, there are some ways to get in touch with us, aren't there? There sure are. You can find us on social media, so you could give us a mystic follow in many different locations. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore VD underscore diaries underscore podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We're the Vampire Diaries Diaries. And we're on Tumblr under the same name. And we're the on Twitter. Diaries. Oh, the VD yes. Diaries. Yes. We're also on Twitter now. Uh, clearly, most of you have not checked that out yet since you didn't participate in the Uncle Strong poll. <laughs> so I'm hoping to see you on there. If you have any questions that you'd like us to address on the show, any comments, feel free to hit us up. We love attention. Uh, so yes, Twitter at the VD Diaries. We're on Reddit now at the VD Diaries. I don't encourage anybody who's watching it for the first time to go there because there's lots of spoilers. Ah. But, yeah. And you can find me there. That is good. And we always appreciate if you would rate us and give us a review on iTunes mm-hmm. um, so that other vampire lovers could find our podcast. Yes, we have no new reviews since last time, so that's a little disappointing, guys. We've, we've been getting accustomed to receiving glowing reviews. It's true. Don't make me dye my hair black. <gasps> Oh no, think about your wedding pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was gonna like volunteer a dare where if we got 20 new reviews, I would give myself the vamp jar haircut and oh, dye my hair black for the wedding, but I'm not going to commit it. to that. No, Don't I'm not do doing it. it. But if you have any opinions on how Beth should wear her hair at her upcoming nuptials, hit us up. Yeah, give me some advice. I could use it. <laughs> All right, well, have a great week. Don't get dragged into the woods by any vampires, and try not to have sexual tension with your brother, your boyfriend's brother. Pro tip. Or your brother. <laughs> Bye. Mozzarella.